Welcome back to another episode of Check It, WeGoingIn.com. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, We Going In Presents, coming straight out of Harlem. We've actually done two albums together, Mind Control and Mind Control 2, hopefully more on the way. All Hundos is the label, Stack Boys is the squad. The new album, by any means, is entirely self-produced, and that's coming soon. 100 Grand Royce, man, great to have you here tonight. Yeah, yeah, 7.30, what's good, my guy? Yeah, man, always, always good to reconnect here, man. Definitely, definitely. And so, we got a little special, little chemistry. Exactly, man, from day one. Facts. And, you know, you coming from Harlem and the sound that you that you create and what you do with music, man, you know, I'm definitely interested to hear the kind of musical influences that you have and what, what music and what other artists inspire you. So, you know, first things first, man, you know, when you're getting amped up, when you, are, when you want to get that adrenaline flowing, what kind of music do you reach for? When I, re- when I really, really want to get into it, like, my go-to artist at all times is Biggie. Like, that's, that's my go-to artist. Like, I can never go wrong with him. There's nothing I can hear from Biggie where, where I won't get in the mode to get right back in the booth. Like, that's, that's the one. Any particular songs or albums? Um, song-wise, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, um, Long Kiss Goodnight. And it's, uh... What's beef? Those, those are my favorites. And then, and then it's so much like you know the whole Ready to Die album, Jimmy the Loop, Machine Gun Funk, like the ones that wasn't the singles. Like there's a lot of stuff. Like it's just so much I can name from Big. The freestyles with the locks, UOCs. My favorite Biggie song of all time is the um, Keep Your Hands High with Tracy Lee. Those just those are some of the best Biggie verses I ever heard in my life to this day. Like I still some of the best verses, period. So when I when I get into it, I, I definitely throw Biggie on. That's that's my guy. And and Ready to Die is such a great listen from front to back. Like you, that that's front one of those albums back. that you never need to skip anything. Always top to bottom from the intro from the intro all the way through the suicide suicidal thoughts. I remember when I first heard the album and I heard Suicidal Thoughts, it was like, oh shit, like this is crazy. Like I didn't know that you could do that on a song. Concept wise, lyric wise, flow wise, just the high ended, you know, with Diddy on the end calling, Ayo Big, Ayo Big. Like that was crazy to me. Like that that was just unfathomable back then. Like so you know that 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 feeling and that memory that that's one that never goes away and I don't get that from too much music so that's why I can always go back to that and big himself listen to that music yeah I know what you mean what about when you're looking for something a little more smooth and a little more laid back smoothly hmm. um my laid backness I go to like to like reasonable doubt, the blueprint. Um, I get my my newest stuff. I like I like Isaiah Rashad a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like they got that that nice smooth mid tempo. You know, whole had the, the soul samples of reasonable doubt with the emotion. It's like that's what I, that's what I lay back to. Like definitely definitely hold when when I'm in classic mode and when I'm in new mode, I go I go rock with my man Isaiah, Isaiah Rashad. Like. 
You know, and it's interesting you said Blueprint and Reasonable Doubt because those are my two favorite Hove albums too, and the ones that I usually go to. Um, Black Album's probably number three for me, but there's something about Blueprint and Reasonable Doubt that you can really hear that continuation of that growth between the two albums. Exactly. It's something like that, and it's something like like on a Black Album, like my favorite song on a Black Album is The Law. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like those keys and, and how he wrote it. It's like he catch a couple of those on every album. Like, um, the one on Blueprint 3. That it reminds me of a law. It's with him and Pharrell. And it's like, I forgot how it go, but the motivation for me was them telling me what I could. That right there crazy like that's that's the mode i like when i'm when i'm not trying to get hyped yeah I, I know what you mean man and sometimes man like as, as many classics as hove dropped in between in terms of songs some of that stuff he did man with with the whole kind of like like that jiggy era like you almost wish you could just kind mm-hmm. of forget some of those songs that he did yeah but the thing is when i listen like he's one of the greats when i listen i always i always Anyway, so the stuff in that era didn't really move me because I, you know, I try to stay away from the radio. I go get the album and, and get an album cut because that's when you know how good your favorite artist is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because that's not they're not trying to please nobody. That's not for the label. That's for that's for guys like me. Like, I wanted to hear what kind of music they was making for dudes like me, and I usually find those type of joints in the album cuts. Like a lucky me, or you must love me, or or the joint with two short real niggas do real things. Like, like those are the ones that spoke to me. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. What about your go-to album when you're looking for something more like underground and obscure, or something off the radar that you know, like even your friends probably haven't heard? Something off the radar like that. Hmm. a lot of mixtape stuff man. <laughs> there's a lot of mixtapes that I, that I go to like like 18 like a lot of people wasn't up on 18 with Hitchcock and Ransom or a lot of old clues from back in the day you know the clues that would have the, the mace the locks and fat freestyles at the beginning of the tapes it's a bunch of those like as far as album wise Obscure albums were more It's definitely more old school Like R&B That I listen to Like like Bobby Brown Don't Be Cool album It's like one of my top Five obscure Not obscure Because it was a huge album But But that's a random album That people wouldn't expect me to, to keep in my rotation But I do keep that Don't Be Cool album In rotation No doubt Um so, what about a guilty pleasure album? Do you have anything that like you keep on the in, in the Spotify playlist or anything out there, man? That you're like you maybe don't want everybody to find out about. <laughs> I know everybody's got one. Yeah, man. I've even talked about mine, man. So, to make things easier on you, man, you know, because this is never an easy one. Mine is the All for One. Do you remember that R and B group from like the mid '90s? <laughs> yeah, man, I love that. Like. I, I got I got played so hard by all my friends, man, in, in middle school because like I would go so hard for all for one, man. Like I loved their music. All for one. All, all for one, man. Wow, I can't believe you even brought that up. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm 
I'm gonna, t- <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> we're, we're, we're still cool, right, man? Like, we're still nah, cool, we, right? <laughs> we're cool, but I'm gonna have to get you later on. <laughs> yeah, it, it's all good, man. Like, like I, I deserve that, man. Like, it, that, that's fine. I, I, have, I have whatever it is coming to me, man, because I. It's. I did. Man, that was my album. I still actually got the album, man. And then I, I bought it used because I was like, oh, I need this album again. Like I just want to hear it again, see what I was thinking. And then I'm going through stuff in my mom's house and actually found the original. So I got two copies of All for One right now. <laughs> All for one. No. All for one, man. I got two. Probably the only. I probably got two of the only copies left, man. Oh, that's crazy. All right, I give. You, I give you one. Um. Uh, it's kind of rough, man. I love like Heat Wave, the group Heat Wave. I got I got a playlist of their best hits. Mm, like uh, Mom's <laughs> Own Decisions. It's a couple. On. <laughs> so so yeah, when do you listen to Heat Wave, man? Like, is that like when you're working out, man? Like, you know? Nah. <laughs> Nah, heat wave, heat wave come when you in the mode Like you telling you rolling up some, some fire You know what I mean? Throw the heat wave on Heat wave and Rick James No I doubt no, I, mean, I, I keep Rick James in, in the playlist Man, 17 heat, heat wave's not too embarrassing Bussing man. out Bussing out is my favorite uh, Rick James album Well, that's the best album, but that's my favorite Can't go wrong there Uh-huh Man, yeah, he wave, uh, he, he waves not too embarrassing, man. You're doing all right, nah, man. Nah, he he waves. <laughs> that's uh, I can't tell nobody about he wave. Nobody nobody really know what he wave is. I can't be like yo, let me play this new he wave for you. Like, nah, they <laughs> not they not check they not checking for that. <laughs> if I'm dri- if, if, I, if I'm driving through Harlem, man, like I won't hear that blasting out of your windows. You might you might don't get it twisted. You might hear it. But ain't nobody else gonna know what it is. <laughs> is that like a? Is that something you throw on, man? Like you're doing the dishes on a Sunday morning, man? Like, absolutely. Yep. 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 I'm I'm one of those guys. I'll play the Heat Wave. Um, Erica Badu first album. That's like this is like random shit I listen to. I'm a hip hop head, but there's random shit I listen to that that's that I wouldn't actually put in that category. Like, Definitely Erica Badu and, and Heat Wave, uh, some Bobby Womack I got, and stuff like that, like Christopher Williams, <laughs> like old school shit, but I don't, you know what I mean? It's not really obscure, but it's old school. I, I, I stick in the old school pocket a lot. Man, love Bobby That's Womack. That's what I came up with. Yeah, man, you, you know, you can actually hear too the influence in your music with, with some of the soul samples you rock and just the way that you can you can ride a soul beat like that. You know, you can definitely see where that where you get that from. Yeah, that's that's easy for me. That's easy for me. I like doing those. They those beats tell a story by themselves. So it's rare that I have to do too much to a soul beat. When I get on one of those, like, you know, it it goes in autopilot. Like those I rock with those. No doubt, man. What about your favorite childhood album? What album do you hear now that takes you right back to, you know, when you were just, you know, young kid growing up, man? That album that that kind of symbolizes your childhood for you. Hmm. A couple. Uh, Into the Wu Tang, um, Capone and Noriega, Top of New York. 
Um, Bobby Brown, Don't Be Cool album. Um, what else? Reasonable Doubt. Right? Like, all of those remind me of my childhood. Mob Deep. Like, all of those. <laughs> like, all the classics. Illmatic. All of those. Remind, like, as far back as I can remember. Like, those are, those are what I was rocking with. I had Into the Wu-Tang on tape. Like, you know what I mean? I had... I, it's those the classics. The classics is, is, is what reminds me of my childhood the most. That's a good childhood. If right I could there, pick, man. if I could pick one, if I could pick one, I'm gonna say into the Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. Into the Wu Tang when I came, that just changed my whole life. It was like 14 of them. It was mad deep. The beats was like super low fi I ain't know why it sounded so muddy, but it sounded hot. And it was like, it was like I could listen to that whole album and, and like pick out times in schools like my first fight, so you know my first girl and stuff like that. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah, and, and even like some of the stuff, man, that they did on there, like it still hasn't been replicated to this day. I mean, people have tried, but it's like just some of the rhyme patterns and just the way that they that they put that together like it, it can't be duplicated nah it won't it won't it was it was too organic like too organic the way they did things the way they came together as a group and how you would know everybody that was on the song but you wanted to know everybody that was on the song and then how they how they branched off like that that first run of solo albums was ridiculous like I, like it made everybody want to have their own personal Wu-Tang. Like, everybody had their first lady. Everybody had their Method Man, their Raekwon, and Ghost. Everybody had their ODBs. Like, it was it was crazy. I was It was bugged that those dudes from wherever they was, nobody nobody even hollering even know about nothing about Staten Island. Like, we didn't even know they were spitting like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was just so crazy. And the humor, too. Like, I think Wu-Tang, like, I agree with everything you just said, but also, like, the humor man like that's something that they're not they don't really get the notoriety for like the dimensions but like the humor right is, is so unique the killer tape skit like oh, man. you know what i mean the torture skits like it's, it's crazy but like i didn't get it like it was so crazy but then then ghost like ghost rapping over whole soul songs like this like that's stuff that that stopped us in our track like yo you gotta hear this you know why you're doing this? Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. So, this kind of leads into the next question, but what's that classic album for you that you can put on no matter what and it never disappoints? Hmm. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. It's a couple. It's a couple. If I, if I, could, if I could narrow it down to two that never, ever disappoints, one would be... Reasonable doubt. Mm. The other, the other to me personally would be money, power, and respect. Okay. Two albums never disappoint me. Never. I, I, I think I just listened to those recently. Never, never disappoint. Top to bottom. No, I mean production-wise, lyr- lyricism. You know, like it's, they both. You know. We both got it all, man. Like, Reasonable Doubt is definitely one of my all-time favorites, but love the locks too, man. Like, you, you can never go wrong with any, any anything they do. And Money, Power, Respect was crazy. Like, that, 
It was like the bars was there, but it was a little polish on there. I guess the whole bad boy feel was there. It was like, it had everything. Like it, it sounded like dudes from the street that that was first starting to get their little taste of money or they they chance at a shot. And so you can hear the hunger, the songs was knocking, the concepts was there. Reasonable doubt told a whole story like from Kid Knock the Hustle into into Brooklyn's finest into politics as usual it was like the opening of that album was ridiculous to me and then it never slacked off like, you know what I mean it's one of those albums that never slacked it wasn't the drink where it's like ah I can't get I can't get into that even with Ain't No Ain't No wasn't the craziest but I still wouldn't skip it cause you'll hear something that you never heard before so like those those are ones that that you can't go wrong with in my house that's a that's a great that's great great choices there, man. You know, but what about the favorite album that you've actually been a part of and that you've had a hand in creating? Oof. that's hard. That's hard because all of them all of them have their own their own personality and they like different children. For me, I would say the one I just put out chips. Like I love all my albums equally. But this Chips album is, is something different. Like I came into it with a concept, production, stories, and an overall feel of the album, where it's basically like the the concept of the album was accolades. Really didn't mean anything as long as you kept, you know, you kept pushing and kept grinding. Like the chips, the championships don't mean anything if you're not playing to win. So it was all about playing to win. Never mind the championships, but your mindset is to be the best and, and to be the greatest. And that's kind. I kind of felt like I nailed it with that album, and that that holds a special place in me. Like I worked super hard on it. Like you know, from verses and lines and stories to even hi hats and snares. Like I really took my time and built that album from scratch. So I think Chips has a person a, a personal place. In my heart, like I think that's the one. No doubt. What about by any means, man? The new project. So how's that coming? Crazy, crazy. I got some, I got some crazy features on there. You know what I mean? I got, I got um, Dave East on there. I got my man Dub. I got the Stack Boys on there. Um, I got back working with Broadway and Max Dollars. I did a couple beats on there. And I'm going back. I'm going back to my form, like you know. Letting people know I still got them, giving them the bars, exactly what they need, the stories, exactly what they needed. And I got some crazy features. Like everybody that came through to get on it brought their A game with it. So, you know, so far, so I'm I'm about forty percent in, but so far it's it's sounding crazy. I can't even lie to you. Man, can't wait to hear that, man. Yes, it's it's gonna be a problem. Like it's it's hard. I ain't gonna. I don't know. It's hard. It's a hard album. It's called Blood Money. You know, it's all different forms of it. Like however you get it. You know, you put your blood, sweat, and tears into a job for twenty years to get laid off. Like it's that emotion in it. You know, you're going hard to be a musician or artist or entrepreneur. All that sweat, tears, that's in it. Like that's that's the concept I'm going for. With blood money, it's not just street money. It's like blood, sweat, and tears into 
making eleven. No doubt, man. Yo, can't wait to can't wait to hear all that, man. Definitely appreciate you taking the time to, to join this to join us here, man, and give your musical recommendations so fans can go out and check. You know, looking for some new music, man. They got some good, you know, starting points to go here, man. Or you know, hopefully, you know, just revisit some of the classics too. If you want to, yeah. If you want to get in the Mazone late, like Mazone is really early, big, whole, Jada, Can, Mace, all that, right? But then skip to the future now, and I'm messing with heavy trap, mumble. I'm listening to all that. Like I like Johnny Cinco. I like Thugger, Skipper. Who else are rocking to? Like. It's mad in my life, so you know what I mean. I'm I'm in both ways. Like, if you really want to to figure out the type of artist I am, the type of music I listen to, go get Life After Death. Listen to that, and go get the Bar to Three. Like, and that's that's where I'm at with it. Like.